Good morning. You are listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and this show is called Stay in the Loop with Lucy. Each week we cover a different topic, a different topic that is relevant to our lives and our community and offering opportunities to make a slightly different, um, perhaps change, a, a different outlook to question what we take as normal in our lives that might perhaps be not normal at all and might actually be contributing to the illness and disease and dis-ease we feel in our bodies. Which leads us very beautifully into our Love Me First meetup that we have had on Tuesday. Now let me set the scene for you. It was a cold and windy night. There was, I would say, a typhoon of kind of Sydney proportions, let's be honest. But you know, trees were bending. Um, everything, the, the rain was coming down so fast that the drains struggled to cope with it. Um, I left our house with my gorgeous husband with his arm down a drain trying to unblock it so that it, the water didn't go into, um, into our little garage place. Um, you know, there was all hands to the pump. I suspect it was a very, very busy night for the SES on Tuesday night. And I think we got off lightly. We had um, been donated a room by Event Cinemas to be able to host our Love Me First forums. And we're sitting there just as we're having a lovely cup of tea to arrive and getting a little bit warm and we hear the noise on the roof. And it's the rain. And it sounds, well, I don't know sounded biblical to me that was the word that we were using all night it was like well oh, this is full on I'm so pleased we're inside and in the warm it was um yeah we have never been so grateful for uh, being in in the cozy warm and being able to drive into a car park and get out of the car park and walk in but I did um spare half thought for all the people that I had seen during the week who I knew didn't have a home and um who would just be huddling somewhere out of the rain trying to keep warm because I know that when I get damp it's really difficult to turn that around and and get warm and the moment you're damp it actually uh, brings a more likelihood of disease in your body all of that I mean what what I see in the world what we see in the world uh, what we experience in our day-to-day driving in the rain with windscreen wipers, with everybody, it's a, you have to be a little bit more careful. It brings stress up in our bodies. Stress is a, um, a good reaction, really, because it tells us, it heightens our senses, it heightens our awareness. But if that's left to run too long in our bodies, we get a depletion that actually starts depleting our zest for life, our, the way our body can function. And we start getting more and more extreme body signs telling us that something isn't quite right. We looked at those body signs initially. We looked at, you know, what are the signs and what does it look, sound and feel like? It was really helpful to to go through all of those and to um, come up and the list we came up with was so long. It was a bit of a shock at how long it was. Um, and I'll give you some examples of the things that were covered on the um, 
on the the list. So when it came to what it sounded like, we were saying that it's a faster pace. You talk faster than you would normally. And I, I learned that when I was doing this show is that when I was more nervous, I would, you know, I'd talk quickly, I'd be louder, perhaps I would get more things wrong than right, would be able to hear my heart beating in my chest. Um, people were saying that you're more likely to be short and sharp. You're more likely to raise your voice, lose your cool, quicker to, um, to, to lose your temper in provocation, quicker to swear. The constant talking that you've got in your head. So actually, there is not a lot of silence really silence was not equated with stress it was more noise was equated with it and the as much as breathing is a feeling sensation they felt also that you could hear um, breathlessness when people were talking that actually you would hear uh, a more you know more forced breath everything just felt and sounded tighter then when we looked at what it felt like, well, there was a lot of laughter considering that a um, number of people said that they felt that uh, menopausal conditions and, uh, and symptoms were exacerbated by stress. Um, a lot of headache conversation, tension, tightness, your pulse quickening. Um, you, are, you feel more emotional and reactive. You have sleep issues, so... Um, you feel tired, you feel forgetful. And one person came up with such a great expression. They said they felt out of their body. And I would totally relate to that. There's a feeling of being out of your body and stuck in your head. So you can't feel your body, but you can certainly hear your head. And it's almost telling you that the only way to deal with this is to not be in your body because being in your body is a constant reminder of the tension and the stress that you're feeling. When we, when we looked at what it looked like, when we considered what it looked like, we said, you know, there's, you're more likely to be eating, more likely to eat more and eat in a um, rushed way, a um, more manic way. You're frazzled, uh, you look cranky, sound cranky, feel cranky, uh, you look intense. Um, and it, I always think, think that those intense eyes that you get are, holy moly, can I deal with what's coming? Um, can you just make it quick and simple? Can you just tell me what I need? And there's, you can see the irritation in someone's eyes who's stressed at the length of time it's taking you to explain something. Because in the back of their mind or in their ears, they've got this voice going, you just don't have time for this. You could be doing this. You could be doing X, Y, and Z. Why are you sitting here? There is eye twitching, which is the end of a fairly long, um, a long relationship with stress that you've ignored. Your pupils dilate, big eyes, panic, um, withdrawing, losing hair. Uh, some people actually went to bed, so they so they realised that they looked very reclusive. Um, that's quite common. Some people go out and try and get rid of stress with by doing more things, and other people withdraw in stress and just 
uh, hide and uh, drinking alcohol so there are lots of coping mechanisms we spoke about you know the the drinking alcohol the um, food the um, smoking the working extra hard the gym sessions you know everything could be done you know, there were two ways to do most things that we were thinking about, including yoga and walking. You know, you can walk with presence or you can walk in, in such a stressful way that you get home and you think you're feeling much better, but <laughs> no, you're not. You're really just as stressed. So where did we go once we had pulled all of that back? You're listening to Triple H 100.1 FM and stay in the loop with Lucy on this stunning Sunday morning. A very marked change in weather to the night that nine or ten of us met in in Hornsby um, at the event cinemas location for the Love Me First Forum. We've been talking about what we, how we unpacked what stress was for us in our lives. There were such beautiful sharings from everybody there about the stress that they experienced in their lives. We really got an understanding how everybody walks around with this face of being able to, you know, looking like they have it all and they've got it all under control. And yet so much is going on in people's lives that sometimes you wouldn't know. And we felt that that was the love that we all had for each other and the commitment was something to be, the, the commitment of having turned up was something we really needed to appreciate. And therefore appreciation came, became one of the founding ways that we figured we would actually look to get out of stress. So stress is the end of a series of movements. I, I demonstrated it on the board in a way that I can't do on radio. <clears throat> However, if you can imagine that stress is the end result and there, there are a number of confounding things that happen that get us to that place, but there are also a number of missed opportunities to divert and to stop and to go a different way along the way as well. There are a lot of things that we have, a lot of signs and conversations that our body has had with us that we've ignored. That's really important to know because if you can understand that or even entertain it as a possibility, then you realize how in control we are of the end result of stress, how much we can uh, deal with it in a different way. So rather than say, how do we stop stress? What we actually felt was we need to bring the focus back to why we're getting stressed in the first place. And if, if um, figuring out how to put more time in our day to deal with stress is adding more stress, we actually made a decision at the end of the session to really not change anything that we currently do, to, but to bring more appreciation in our lives when we clock that we're doing something that actually is kind to us, it's caring to us. So... We decided to bring appreciation into everything that we do, the smallest things, things that we might consider boring, like turning on a tap. Um, you know, if we turn it on and the water's just like gushing everywhere, then we can go, wow, 
I appreciate that I am now standing here soaking wet and actually I probably did not turn that tap on with very much conscious presence or awareness and the result of that is um, life has given me a very wet front. You know, a little bit of humour doesn't go um, doesn't uh, go amiss and also we then get to realise that we, yes, might have more stress in our life because we need to go and change but suck eggs because the next time we come round to turn the tap on we will know to turn it on with a little bit more care and attention about how we turn it on so that we don't go full pelt and it doesn't go all over us and it doesn't uh, take more time in our day. I mean, I was I was sharing that um, I shared in the the notes that went out afterwards that when I went home um, and brushed my teeth, it's later than I would normally go to bed and get ready for bed. And sometimes I've noticed that when I'm tired, I just want to get things done pretty quickly because I really am tired and I want to get into bed. But that doesn't set me up to get into bed very well. And I'll knock things. I'll start running into things. And I celebrated and appreciated the fact that I didn't knock anything over when I picked up my toothbrush, brushed my teeth and put it back. I know, right? Small win, but magnificent win. I did I did sit there and um, or stand there and have a little bit of a appreciation jig uh, to the um, Funky Fabulous music in my head. And if you don't know the Funky Fabulous music, it's going to be my outro music each week. So you will know it and you'll be able to have your little um, celebration appreciation jig to it yourself. The other um, word that came up um, from everybody and their different... Uh, comments and and, uh, contributions was connection. Getting to know what your body is saying to you through the little things like connecting to your feet in your shoes, to your bottom on the chair, to your back against the seat, paying attention particularly to your breath. This was something that everyone said was was, um, really, really um, relevant to them when it came to stress, how they were breathing. Uh, do you have a deep breath? Is it coming down to your belly? Are your shoulders going up and down when you breathe? Or is your diaphragm going out and in? How at ease are you when you're sitting still? Can you make a mo- take a moment to feel the breath going in and out of your body? Maybe feeling it on the tip of your nose as you breathe it in because it's quite chilly, the air, most of the time. And then feeling how it goes down into your lungs and when it comes out, it's warmer. So you might feel it warmer on your nostrils. I'll put a link to a gentle breath meditation on this blog as well at the end of this show. Consider making that moment to stop and listen to uh, your body and build that relationship with your body through a connection. Very often... Well, in fact, what we realized um, that night is that the connection that you want others to have with you really has to start with your connection with yourself. I'm like a broken record on this radio show talking about that. It is all about connection and the connection starts with you first, just as change in the world starts with, with being open to change in ourselves first as well. And I'm going to say do not be ruled by I don't have enough time. That is a um, self-loaded um, curse and really you need to um, 
blow it up. Can't it? It cannot form part of your uh, vocabulary. Um, not if you want to be open to change. If you want to just actually be kept in that um, exhaustion and the overwhelm and the stress of life, feel free. It's not. It, it certainly isn't for me to say. Um, don't do it. But I would uh, encourage you not to if you do want to bring change about in your life, because. And I'll give you a practical example of how you can bring this into your life. Everybody needs to um, go to the bladder, uh, go to the loo. They need to evacuate their bladder or their bowels. Evacuation is part and parcel of our bodily function and the way our body cleanses itself, right? From that common denominator, we all have an opportunity to de-stress ourselves in the day without adding more time in the day. Every time you feel uh, you, you need to go to the bathroom, get up and go to the bathroom. Don't wait. Don't say, I just need to finish this. Uh, maybe save your work before you go, but literally don't delay. Just go and see how your body feels as you're walking to the bathroom. See how many doors you slam along the way, how many people you run into, how many desks you knock over on the way. Because chances are when you first start paying attention, you're going to notice the pace that you live your life. And if your pace is anything like mine, there are a lot of things to run into and a lot of doors to slam and crash and bang. Toilet seats go crash and bang quite often when your soul is trying to tell you you need to slow down. Um, because, of course, loud crashes are not quite as jarring to you when you're stressed as when you're not stressed or sometimes the loud noises can be very stressful when you are stressed so how do you cope with noise and can you make that something that again when you go to the bathroom could be something that just brings you back that you pay attention to um try not in fact not i oh, know try not to don't take your phone into the bathroom with you. Leave your phone either at your desk or in your bag or somewhere outside where you are not going to be tempted to cruise the internet while you're on the loo, look at your emails or do something on social media. I mean, please just don't. Apart from the hygiene aspect of it, because I doubt you wipe your phone clean when you wash your hands, um, really just you need it's an opportunity to spend time in stillness and in silence with yourself while you're evacuating <laughs> and you know that evacuation word is very important when you're building the relationship with yourself and trying to be more responsive to when you hear your body give you a um, a communication that is a really great place to start because if you hear the evacuation alarm go off at work or you hear the fire alarm go off at home, you don't just sit there and say, hold on, I'll just finish this, or no, I've got this report to get in, I just have to do that. You get out of the building. If that building is on fire, particularly if it's a, a tall apartment, you get out of it. So, you know, I'm going to claim that word evacuation and say, make evacuation something you pay attention to, uh, right at the top of your list. The last one I would like to talk about is quality. That was what came up very much. It's not what we do, it's how we do what we do. How you walk to the bathroom, how you open the stall door, how you wash your hands, how you turn the tap on. Consider bu building a relationship with how things feel and try and name the quality of what you're feeling. For example, is it kind? Is it tender? Is it caring? Is it gentle? Is it considerate? What 
what is it that says to yourself you are worthy of all those things that you are doing for yourself? So turn it around so that you start doing kind things for yourself so that you actually are are aware of the kind things you're doing for other people and giving them and offering them from a body that has a lived experience of that, not from your head and a theory. I'm going to put links to a lot of these things on the blog afterwards, and that's on the Stay in the Loop with Lucy website, um, which uh, you should know by now. I mean, seriously, you should be subscribed. I think that it's something that you should do right now if you haven't done it before, and you should check it out every Sunday because there is a different blog. And if I don't go to air, do not let that be a reason why you don't go in and find an archive um, show that you should listen to. Because there are some of them which, that are um, oh, some of them which are better than others, but all of them are worth listening to, and I'm open to feedback, um, constructive feedback, on all of it. Tune in live on Triple H 100.1 FM at 8:30, um, or I am now on iTunes podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. I always think it's pertinent to remind ourselves and each other at the end of every episode to um, that our essence is love and that we are in that essence pretty amazing, truly amazing. And that that's the bit that we want to connect with each other from and with. And it's the bits that we take on and the hurts that we experience that make us put shields up and it's like it's like wearing 14 layers on top of who you are you just get drowned and you take on an outward shell of someone who isn't necessarily the person that you are so I'm saying feel the person who's right inside know that that's in every single one of us depending you know regardless of what behaviors we have and try and build a relationship with that part of you get support to be able to do it because the support's out there in the community Um, we just got to actually want to find the people who are going to work with our bodies in truth and not just numb what we're feeling or fix us up and send us out to to get better or to go and do it again. If we want true change, we have to be the instigators of that true change. So till next week's show, be kind, be caring, be love, be all of you. You've been listening to Stay in the Loop with Lucy on Triple H 100.1 FM. And our music that we will have whenever we go out is Funky Fabulous by Rachel Kane and Benjamin Hurt. Have an awesome rest of the weekend and I'll see you next week. <laughs>